You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When the red light goes... Take two. When the red light goes off, we're just getting started. This is Off Air with Chris Thomas and Mike Conti. Giving you a look behind the scenes of Atlanta's top sports station. As we take you through the top stories of the week from the world of sports and entertainment. Welcome to Off Air. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome on in to the latest episode of the Off Air podcast. Chris Thomas joined by the head honcho, Mike Conti. Mike doing some yeoman's work today, playing under the weather. So we'll keep this one nice and short for him. Mike, we were going to start. I had a whole plan, but good plans go to waste when the Hawks decide to fire their head coach in the middle of your show yesterday. (laughs) So as we did on Dukes and Bell on Tuesday, we will do on the off-air podcast and adjust. Of course, we're not going to talk about the actual moves for the Hawks because that's for the likes of nothing but nest with Caleb Johnson and Deshaun Tate. But we will talk about good promo. That's that's why they pay me the medium sized bucks, Mike. Uh, So we will uh, cover what the station did and how we reacted yesterday. And uh, I thought we did a really good job, Mike, because what we decided to do was Carl gave his take. Mike gave his. And then we said. The rest of the hour is all for our audience. We opened up the phones, the lines were jammed, and we took great call after great call on the Hawks. Yeah, no, I mean, that that's what we're here for, is to give our listeners a chance to express their opinions. And, you know, I, I think we've been talking about this a lot over the last several weeks. It really is striking to me how strong the opinions are right now about the Hawks in this city. And that's, in a way a good place for them to be. Um, There has been at times a little bit of, um, I don't know if it's indifference or, um, you know, just a lack of passion about the Hawks. Um, I think there's some genuine passion, anger, uh, distress about the direction that the the Hawks are going in. And, you know, here's another situation where our listeners get a chance to react to, some really big news. So I I love how you guys handled it. I love how, uh, you know, Carl and Mike were able to express themselves. Our listeners were able to express themselves. And, uh, you know, now we, we move on to kind of analyzing what's to come next, but it's like, we always say the news cycle is always undefeated in sports talk radio. And uh, I want to give a big shout out to Jason, our new uh, video engineer, aka Whispers, as he's been dubbed. Um, Whispers. Yes, that is the Explain name. That one to me. I haven't heard that yet. So Carl and Mike, uh, everybody gets a nickname if you're affiliated with Dukes and Bell. That's just True. how it works. I am, of course, Turtle. Bo is Squid Billy. And now Jason, our new video guy, is Whispers because he's a big guy. He's probably about what six one, six yeah. two. Not all small. That. Yeah, he's got a big, big frame, um, but he is maybe the most soft-spoken individual I've ever met in my entire life. He's polite. He's genuine. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met. He's got a good sense of humor if you can get him to crack a joke, but <laughs> his demeanor is about as low-key. He comes into work, hard hat guy. He doesn't cause any trouble because, Mike, you know, us, us radio personalities were big, bombastic 
you know, some of us are almost more cartoon characters than we are people. But Jason is uh, the literal opposite. But the point is, I want to shout him out because um, he was able to yesterday push out video and social media content right away. You know, we finished that segment. And by the time the next segment started, uh, we had our reaction audio posted to our podcasting website. And Jason had a video for me to post to our social media, which got a ton of engagement. We put a post up on our Twitter page, which got over 100 comments and 15, 16,000 people engaging on it. So it was a really successful day for our social media team as well. And they deserve a pop because on these days, Mike, it's fun. It's fun and it's energizing and you get into news breaking mode. But you also got to work smart and work hard, too. And we did just yeah. that. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. What did you think, by the way? I mean, did you did you see this coming? Did you think it was coming? Um, I thought it was going to happen at the end of the season. I was I was not surprised at all that it happened. I mean, I think it was pretty much a foregone conclusion that it was going to happen. But um, to do it now is just interesting because you're putting the fate of a team who's in a rudderless ship in in a guy who's had one semi-successful, very short stint as an NBA coach and Joe Prunty. And I guess they're potentially, you know, Mike, were they flirting a little bit out in Utah? You got to wonder. Well, first of all, I don't really know if Quinn Snyder still lives in Salt Lake City if he attended the All-Star game. Yeah. Um, I'm of the belief that you don't live in Salt Lake City unless you have to, unless there's an employment reason. But I do think it's interesting, this idea that the, um, you know, the Hawks might be trying to get to the front of the line in hiring their next permanent head coach before everyone else. I think that is a really interesting strategy. It's uncommon. Usually you let an an interim coach, um, you know, kind of finish out the season and then you reassess based on where you finish in the playoffs. And I just think it's interesting that uh, if reports are to be believed that the Hawks are trying to position themselves to get to the front of the line right now for a guy like Quinn Snyder or Charles Lee or um, try, uh, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Atkinson. Atkinson. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, you know, I, I don't know if the Hawks are necessarily in the best position right now to go out and recruit a coach when there are all these rumors flying around about how Trey Young treats his coaches. Um it might not be as attractive a job as maybe the Hawks think it will be. Yeah, or maybe we should say how Trey doesn't treat his coaches based on some of yeah. the rumors that we've heard. Yeah. More like, uh, you know, it's like talking to a brick wall from some of the right. things that we have heard. But, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. But yesterday was just such a fun day, turned into such a fun it, – it's, it's always so funny how that works too, right? Yeah. It's always – you're doing a whole – whole is not the right word because every day is fun, but – and we make it fun, but it was a day with where, you know, we're reacting. It's a Tuesday. That's really a Monday show. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to catch up on everything from the weekend. There wasn't one dominant story. It was kind of a bunch of things sprinkled in. You know, we talked a little Daytona 500. We talked a little Tiger. We talked NBA All-Star game. We talked Brave Spring training. So it was just a nice little menagerie of topics. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you get the bomb dropped on you. And the rest of the day, it's like, boom. It's like, all right, positions, everyone, battle (laughs) sequence, here we go. Yesterday was supposed to be the final day of my vacation. Vacation ended at 5.30. Yeah, 
<laughs> All right. So, Mike, we have a little uh, 92.9 The Game on 92.9 The Game crime that I need to get. Mm. I, need, I need a settlement here by the, by the big guy, by the big boss. Um, our very own John Chuckery and Dylan Matthews decided to take an issue to the air. And what that issue was, was taking my journey to try to lose some weight and making me feel ashamed for it. Because I've been heating up my food, I've been bringing it in, and uh, I've been experimenting with a few healthier dishes, some chicken, mm -hmm. some rice, uh, a couple frozen dinners. Um, and those things are never exact science with the times. Yeah. So I stick this, I stick my meals in, I push, you know, a minute, minute and a half, and then I take it out. And if it's not ready, what do you do? You push the add 10 seconds button. Yeah. So I do that until it's done. Mm -hmm. And I guess on a couple of occasions, I had forgot, good Lord, to clear out the 10 seconds. So talk about what's bugging Chuckery. This bugged him to the point where he decided to bring it to air and throw me right under the bus and his producer my guy dylan matthews a guy that i thought i had taken under my wing shown him some of the ropes about learning how to be a full-time producer giving him plenty of numbers for guests over the year that he's been a full-time producer what does he do i guess you can't bite the hand that feeds you because he <laughs> went right along with john chuckery now here's where it gets interesting mike the next day I come into work about six o'clock, an hour left in Dukes and Bell. Go to fill up my water bottle, and our refrigerator happens to be right next to the water bottle station. Mm -hmm. Notice that the fridge is wide open, and there's a bag sticking out of the fridge. And Mr. Dylan Matthews apparently willy nilly shoved his food into the fridge. And it didn't close, leaving everyone's food and drink in the fridge to start to rot and spoil, yeah. costing us time, money, and valuable effort that we bring in to keep ourselves hydrated and fed during the show. And I say, Mike, if you're going to throw stones, it better not be from a damn glass house, Dylan and Chuckery. So help me understand, like, what was – you said that on a couple occasions you forgot to clear out the 10 seconds. That's right. So what was, like, the consequence of that? Did your food overcook or no. did it stink up the office or, or what happened? No. I'm trying my to understand food, that. My food was fine. Chuckery, when he went to heat up his dinner, because he had to push one more button – to clear out oh, the 10 geez. seconds, referred to me as uncivilized, uncouth, and a monster. Those were his exact <laughs> quotes on the air. Because he had to push one more button. And then you're going to make those accusations and then have your producer yeah. leave the fridge open and start spoiling everybody's food. To me, the two biggest office kitchen fouls are stealing food from a coworker. Yes, or heating fish. Yes. Right? I yes. mean, when you microwave fish, the stench, it's like you need to get a priest to get the stench out of the walls and the carpet and the ceilings. And 
and everything like like that is that is a stench that you cannot get rid of. Um, and then obviously stealing food, you know, you want to talk about uncouth and uncivilized. That's that's the very definition of it. Um, leaving an extra ten seconds on the microwave where you have to hit clear. Yep. I mean, I don't want to take sides. I, I never, ever want to take sides. I want to be like the neutral arbitrator and everything like that. But that just seems to be a little bit nitpicky. Um, but then again, and I love him. We all love John. John does have a habit of um, maybe over-embellishing sometimes when it comes to storytelling or creating conflict or anything like that. Now, I, I, I don't want to throw stones from a glass house either. I'm guilty of doing that too. But, um, yeah, that, that just sounds unnecessary from our friend Mr. Chuckery because Mr. Chuckery has committed more than a few office fouls himself. Yeah, and then, you know, on top of it, the next night, your producer trying to – well. Know, Wait, wait, that, that, but that's clearly an accident, right? Like Dylan didn't intentionally do that, correct? Well, well mind your P's and Q's, Mike. You know, it's a, a pitcher accidentally grooves a fastball down Come the middle. The, the batter hits a home run. It's still a home run. Dylan is not a sociopath. I don't think he would have done that on purpose. Well, you know, it's not about sociopath, Mike. It's about <laughs> taking the extra second to make sure, in the same way that I'm being asked to hit clear, right. take right. the extra second to make sure that you fully closed your fridge and the food fits. All right, I get that. But then I would also say, you're right, but I would also submit that Dylan is not always in lockstep with his producer uh, on a lot of different things. Uh, including the way that they uh, they view the world, and uh, you know certainly the the way that they uh, carry themselves demeanor wise, they're very different people. So I I don't want Dylan to suffer for the sins of John Chuckery. I don't think that's fair. Well, he got roped into it because he was on with him that night, and yeah. he had to pick a side. and he, And I'm going to say he, this now: he chose wrong. But you know what? I'll, I'll tell you this: like, and you've worked at radio stations where. Some of the hosts like literally hate each other and yes. have open, awkward, you know, conflict and fights and things like that. What you are describing is about as controversial as it gets within the 92.9 staff. I'd say that's a good thing. That's true. You know what? That's a hell of a PR spin there, Mr. There Conkey. you go. If that's this is as bad as it gets, we're doing pretty well. All right. That's why you're the head honcho. All right, last but not least, let's finish this up and get your voice some rest, and uh, we'll get you the honey and the tea. You want me to bring you in some tea and honey? I'm no, here, I'm, Mike? Good. I'm good. All right. I'm really okay, but thank you very much for the offer. Um, So this guy, he is a never-ending piece of work. Kyrie Irving is at it again. It took all of a week. He gets to Dallas. They play two games. They go to the All-Star break, and at the All-Star break, Kyrie just couldn't resist creating more controversy. I don't know who started the narrative, but it's completely run amok. Um, I think it's dehumanized some of us in terms of uh, just the way we prepare ourselves day to day. This is a 24-7 job. We have cameras on us all the time. Uh, it's a high-level combative sport. It's very aggressive. Uh, nobody knows how anyone else's body heals unless, you know, the only person that knows is the person that's hurt or injured. 
Uh, we try our best to tell you guys what's going on, but you have doctors online telling everybody that he needs to be back in two weeks. You got you know, this person over here saying that he's not really hurt, he doesn't want to play. So I think the narratives have run amok. Uh, but us as players, we really take pride in preparing ourselves at a very high level and, and performing not only for our families, but for the fans that support us. We're nothing without our fans. Um, but I just think the narrative needs to change in terms of this low management. It's 82 games, it's a long season. I'm not saying we can't do it, but we're in 2023. We have all the technology necessary. We have to use it wisely, and we have to be very communicative about what the plan is for everybody. I mean, my Well, I do agree with him on one thing. The season is too long. Okay. I do agree with him on that. I, I think 82 games is way too much. Um, you know, we had a 72-game season two years ago, and I thought that was just right. Um, the playoffs are too long. There's too much time between games. Um, you know, they, they keep adding all this inventory, basically, to sell television rights, to sell advertising, things like that. And... Um, I think the discussion actually needs to be more in the direction of what Kyrie is talking about, reducing the amount of games, because that is one way where you can satisfy the load management problem. Um, But all that being said, it is an 82-game season. And look, the players agreed to it. The players agreed to it in collective bargaining. So, um, you know, to an extent, I think it's on the players. It's their obligation to make sure they are doing what they need to do um, to be able to weather an 82-game season. Um, the players hold some accountability there as well, and that, that, that's what makes me cringe a little bit when I hear Kyrie. It's almost like, hey, we don't want to bear that accountability. That's not on us. And I, I disagree with that, too. I, I think it is partially on the players. But um, Kyrie would absolutely have an advocate in me in arguing that the season is too long, because it is. 82 games is, uh, I think, way, way more of a sample size than what we need to determine who the best teams are going into the postseason. I'm going to take a different tact here altogether. But I do agree with you, by the way. Um, Kyrie, stop! Just stop stop talking. Just stop talking. I'm with you. It's enough. It's enough. I know he was asked the question, so it's a little unfair. But you can, as you like to say, Kyrie, control your own narrative by the way that you answer the question. And when you answer the question like that, all it's going to do is put you right back at the top of ESPN.com. Kyrie, quote, it is run amok with load management discussion. Unfair. And that's exactly what happened. This guy can't – he has – a salivation for creating controversy <laughs> and creating headlines. And it's so exa- like be- imagine being in his orbit. It must be the most exhausting thing in the world. He's yep. the, he's that guy at the party that pulls you aside while you're having a beer and drinking with your friends and having fun. And he's like, Hey man, you know, those balloons that were in the sky, <laughs> I, I got a theory about that, man. Right. And he just brings down your whole vibe. It's all-star yep. weekend. Everyone's there to have fun. As you said, I know Utah could be a little tough for that based on some of their rules, <laughs> but it's still the spirit of the game and the spirit of the festivities. Kyrie, enough. It's just yeah, enough. 
Well, you're right because it's an event for the fans. It's an event for the fans to a lesser extent. It's an event for the sponsors who help subsidize the league. Show a little gratitude. Show a little joy, you know, in in being able to celebrate that. And don't don't be a Debbie Downer. Um, I, I agree with you there. But I I will say in his defense, I do think there are some elements of what he's saying that bear another look by the league and the players union when they go back for the next CBA. You know, there, there's talk that um, I think Adam Silver, he's looking at doing a midseason tournament yep. and maybe shortening the regular season a little bit as a result of that. That might be a good move. Um, so I, I don't want to poo-poo everything that Kyrie's saying, but there's a place and a time to say it. The All-Star game is not that place and time. Yeah, or at least consider putting the all-star break closer to the midway point of the season and not right. 77 yeah. way. That's another thing. Why are they having it when the season's three quarters complete? Yeah, and I you don't want, understand that either. The, and that would also help in terms of having the players play harder because Correct. there's a lot more on the line right now with 20 games right. left and they're preserving right. their bodies. So, That's right. I mean, I get it. You want to have it over President's Day. You want to have it over a three-day weekend. I get it. Do it over Martin Luther King Day weekend, then. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, maybe, it, and that would uh, portend to us, you know, being right in the front and center of that. So selfishly, right. that would work right. too. All right, Mike, let's get you out of here on that note. Let's rest up that voice because you got some Atlanta United action to call. Yeah, this always happens coming into the season too. It's like always the worst timing. But seriously, I feel good, and thank you for carrying me today. And uh, I'll be good as new in a day or two. This. Uh, this pollen is is really getting to me. So uh, the the early spring, it's great for uh, you know hanging out outside, but it's not so great for my sinuses. Yeah. Well, with that note, Mike Conti, follow him, Mike Conti nine two nine. I am at C Thomas Radio. We will talk to you next time on the Off Air Podcast.